Hi, my name's Clark Reynolds, aka The Blind Braille Artist. And my name's Steve Baker, and I'm Just Good Company. Together, we create the podcast Art Insight. We're travelling along the South Coast for an Arts Council funded project to explore what audio description is. As an artist myself who's blind, I like to experience the art like it was intended. So, Steve, creates that for me. So we're walking down a small stairwell, which is uh, just straight down. I think nice wide walkways. Ah, now, here we you go. You can hear the change. Yeah, so once again, this is a huge oval, a, a, a hall-shaped room. And if we walk down right to where this piece of art is, now down this way, I think okay. we'll go. I think this one speaks to me somewhat, and I'm pretty sure this is gonna be a different experience for you too. It's, it's weird, isn't it? It feels like just coming to some kind of atrium um, and not, not a gallery as such. Well, experience. if you just come this way and take a look to this huge horseshoe-shaped wall, I don't know if you know the... Uh, this was something that I did see before here and I, and I, I absolutely uh, love this. We can sit down and, and actually physically... Take, a, take, take, in. take it in. But again, isn't it interesting? You said it's a, it's a huge mural, which is probably about 100 foot, yeah? Yeah. 100 foot mural. And yet, there's barriers up. Are there, I mean, I think in this gallery in particular, the way that they curate the art, I mean, obviously, getting o over the fact that there's barriers and just trying to explore the art. I mean, we're, what do you pick up from this piece before I describe it? Um, impactful of, of colour, um, abstraction of colour. And it's framed, obviously we're framed by the sea, so if you were tall enough, you could probably see, if you, oh, I don't know, if you were, where we're looking from now, if you were down by the beachfront and you had really good eyesight, could you see this through the gallery from the beach? Potentially you could, but the reason I say, you know, take a look at this one, because this, is a huge rainbow mural, which for those of you that know me personally, know that rainbows is my own art. You know, if you happen to come across my art, there will be a rainbow. All of the collaborative and individual pieces I've done are all focused on rainbows. And this is a huge, huge rainbow. So you've got this, this horseshoe shaped wall, which is probably 30 meters, maybe more in length, all going around the outside. And there's these vertical stripes in a series of colors that are around about half a foot in width, going all the way around the wall in vertical lines. And then over the top of that, in an up and down stroke, like a, a little bit random. So it goes right to the top, sometimes to the middle, sometimes to the bottom, up and down, up and down, all the way along in the same pattern of color is another huge rainbow. So essentially, by standing right here, you are looking at a very geometric, beautiful rainbow. I mean, I love, I mean I'm mean, i surprised that this one isn't slightly affecting you more positively. I don't know where I mean, I, your I, I muted think, I just emotions think are coming just come, from. just come from a very claustrophobic environment, even though it was, the art was everywhere, but it felt claustrophobic, it felt unattainable. And then I think my emotions, is, even though this is a bright piece, is carried down towards this. It's amazing how a building affects you. I mean, I love the, the sides of it, but somehow I'm not being a, a drawn to the art, maybe because where I should have started with this. 
Yeah, I mean, I have to say I'm a little bit surprised because in terms of the building's architecture, I actually, uh, from, a, from a sighted perspective, I really love this space. I mean, I love, I love this room in particular. It's a huge round room with a huge window casting beautiful light through to this beautiful rainbow. And most of this space has been very, um, it's, it's all focusing on this art piece, which, you know, with, with my knowledge, limited knowledge of vision impairment, for those with vision impairment, it's the, the 90 and above, as it were. So those that can see something, there would be something in this and just the splashes of color and the joy of those interactions on the color. And, you know, if you go up close, you can, you know, it's almost got kind of a 3D effect to it. Yeah, I think when if you stare at it, if you sit down and stare at it, it, bec it becomes that uh, channel four, um, when, when it used to um, cut out, it used to get the coloured squares sometimes. Yeah. You, you, that, that experience. Is yeah, that... yeah, the turn off, and that's really lovely. I mean, it's, for me, it's lovely to see something as, as, not, as, as joyful and in a way naive and playful and childlike in a space like this, you know? 1970s, so, it feels like uh, flower power. Yeah, you, you know, you could, you could imagine this could be the host to a really happy party, right? This would be the place where you wanted to go to just almost be trans transported back to the 70s where- This is could, what you would have in your wallpaper. This, you, you, yeah, you turn this into uh, wallpaper, have this at home. I mean, yeah, everyone talks about change, uh, grand designs and change rooms and what you want to do. I mean, I'm really, I mean process-wise, the, the, the width of the lines are so, are so so perfect and the actual oh my god i mean how i mean what have they I, I mean i would love to know how they've made sure these each of these lines is exactly the same width as the other there's absolutely zero bleed between them zero you know there's no good stencil you know, very good stencil i mean it's it's huge though right so they've either got the most ridiculously calm and focused hand work, pen work, pencil work, brush work, or they've used a, a stenciling technique, which is a, 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 just exceptional. I mean, I mean, it's sad that I can't touch it because... You want to feel that if there's a line between the, the curvature and, and then the straight line. I think, I think if we go to the end, there's not a barrier right by the end. Let's do the sneaky touch on the end because there's no barrier. Yeah. Right? And it's by the door. Yeah. So maybe, you know. We're not breaking the rule. No, there's no We're rule not breaking. breaking. We just want to chat. So shush. Don't tell anyone. So yeah. Oh there, my God. Yeah. There is there's, a line. So that, there's a line right there's a there. line. So obviously. So somehow tape, that's some kind some of tape. sort of tape. But how, how have they got it so. I mean, there's this, this space here and this space here is perfectly identical. So how? I mean, there must have been some kind of jig, like a pencil jig with a piece of wood yeah. with two pencils on it. So you, how would you, you, so if you were gonna, you know, so on my own artwork, my most recent yeah. piece, you know, I've used all that, you know, I've used tape and I've, and I've done it on a line, but it doesn't create, you know, it's very hard to create such a geometric, perfect width, right? It's really hard. But for the size, the size of this, and it's not, not one, Part of it. Do you know what I find interesting is, did he draw it out and he got you know, a bunch of 10, 15 people painted it at the same time? Wow, I don't know. I so mean, that is, was... you know, the interesting thought about, we talked about, you know, the idea as an artist is the idea, but you can get someone else to paint that idea. Could well be, I don't know. I mean, I would, uh, maybe, I mean, it is a huge piece. I mean, I can imagine that obviously the, 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 the horizontal, the vertical lines would have been done probably first and then 
you know, the, the, the wavy line would have been done second. But Has I it mean, inspired you? You inspired. I think you inspired. I think we're lost because we need to get to the plush. No, let's have a quick look in here because I think this is where maybe the interactivity happens. So it just sort of happened around into a sort of a corner space. Lovely little bean bags, and there's the sort of geometric shapes in the floor where like you could sit down and have a muck around. And actually, there's a video of a whole gang of people doing a special dance routine all in front of the rainbows, a whole bunch of kids. I think that's the energy this this gives to me. I mean, I know that, um, you know, your experiences, I think coming, I think the trouble with you going to somewhere like a sculpture park is it's, that's your playground, isn't it? Yes. Like that's where you get to be your most you with the freedom. And the, the art that, that kind of, I mean, I love art, but the art that kind of resonates with me now is that kind of that, the engagement without realising you're being engaged. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I think our experience has given us is for those that do have vision impairment specifically, the joy that you can get from touching is so much greater. Well, it's, it's the only joy you get. So therefore, when thinking about inclusivity in galleries, you know, there's an element of most galleries, you can probably hear the echo here of the space, most galleries actually don't even think about that when they've got these barriers. You know, this barrier here literally means that for someone with vision impairment, this is not a piece of art for you, which is perhaps necessary. Of course it is. You know, you don't want to like grab your hands and stuff, but you know, the idea of- Oh, I want to read this. Touch yeah. with, oh, is it all about, well, it is, yeah? The... Yes. Right, I can tell it's American. Oh, right. Oh yeah, color. So, Sol Lewitt, wall drawing, 1136, curved and straight color bands, 2004. Now, well, I mean, I would be like, let's just call it a rainbow. Let's call a rainbow a rainbow. Like, that's the, my vibe. But, so Sol Lewitt revolutionized art in the 60s with his notion that the idea becomes a machine that makes the art. Wall drawing, 1136, is composed of bands of vibrant acrylic paint applied directly onto the walls. It's been produced it's been produced here by a team of draft persons working to Lewitt's original plan. There you go, that's, and, yeah. I said that, I said, you know, the idea, the concept of art is art, but I, I did not know that he had a team to paint it, but I just, I had no idea. It was kind of, it had that feel about it. Yeah. And guided by an assistant from his estate. The drawing has been adapted to work with the complex architecture of the gallery space while retaining precise details, such as the sequence of colors and bands each band is of the same width and there is no area of the wall left unpainted. The work incorporates every primary, red, yellow and blue, and secondary, green, orange and purple, colour plus grey. Lewitt employed as art assistants and draftspersons to install his wall drawings. 1,353 Lewitt wall drawings exist in the form of instruction documents, diagrams and certificates of authenticity, which are used to create the drawings at new sites. Wall drawing 1136 curved and straight color bands was first installed at the Frankel Gallery in San Francisco, US in 2004. Wow. So that's interesting. So we talk, I might look those up, you know, as, as, just as, a, as an influence. You know, I'll talk about my own rainbows. I mean, this is obviously got, the uh, series, this is like a heritage. The whole series of rainbow, like that kind of rainbow design. It's interesting. It's that, that factory process of art. People say to me, my art could be factory process. Yeah. Um, because I created a, a, 
a color-coded system? Well, many artists, as they grow, do have a team, don't they? I mean, that's sort of one of the, the ways in, I suppose, this art has become, he's got specific things, you know, he's keeping it true to his creation by no other artist, no other creator could do it outside of that construct. I think, for me, I'm quite excited about feeling like this is the heritage of my rainbow art, that I might, I've maybe found a source of inspiration that, you know, either I could follow or... Well, you're I taking it to your, your next level, isn't it? So. Thanks for joining us for this episode. If you'd like to find out more about the special Baker Reynolds method of audio description, or you'd like to know more about Art Insight, you can find us on Instagram at Art Insight Podcast. Till next time. <laughs>